We're focusing our attention on the earthquake in Turkey and northern Syria. Uh, AMA, the African Muslim Agency teams, have been working in Turkey and Syria for two weeks now. That is at the beginning of the, of course, the first earthquake. Now, of course, on Monday, uh, just a few evenings ago, we received the news that another earthquake in the Hatay region had struck, uh, flattening buildings and already making rescue and recovery attempts more difficult for people who are already on the ground. Joining us this early morning is Hafiz Hassan Chunar of the AMA. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Hafiz Hassan. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Dear Mulana and the team of Radio Islam. Jazakumullah khairan for joining us, Hafiz Hassan, and keeping us updated of uh, matters uh, coming out of uh, the, the earthquake region and zone. Uh, you know, Hafiz Hassan, what did you and your team members experience during this time? And what is the latest situation in each of those countries? Of course, remember, uh, it's not just Turkey or, or the southern part of Turkey, but also northern Syria, where very little news and information seems to be coming out from. What's your experience and what's your report on these two uh, regions, uh, Hafiz Hassan? Yes, absolutely, Marana. As you mentioned, on Monday evening, just past 8, uh, 8 o'clock in the evening, the uh, second earthquake, if that's how you want to call it, uh, struck, uh, felt more than 300 kilometers away. Uh, reports from all the teams, uh, Alhamdulillah, all the teams are, are well and safe. Uh, no one was really affected, but the experience of being on the ground has been shaking with the with, with knowing what has happened the first time was completely harrowing and, and, and frightening. Uh, some of our team members were at the uh, at a place of of where they were about to sleep, and the entire building started shaking. And all they did was obviously just run out of the building, uh, and didn't and obviously did not sleep in that building that evening. Uh, many of the team members uh, were, were on the road still, so outside in the open, and uh, uh, presumably that was uh, uh, perhaps life saving because they weren't in any building structure, and were you know on 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 the outside open and uh, felt the ground shake uh, uh, quite heavily. Um, and like you mentioned as well, the second earthquake, many of the buildings in the Hatay province, in Ankara, in, in, in uh, Kira Khan, uh, those that were still standing or somewhat standing have now collapsed. Yes, there's still a few standing, but as a result, there is absolutely no persons allowed to stay in any building in these cities in Hatay province uh, because all of them uh, are damaged in some way, form or the other. Uh, so uh, those who have the means, people who have the means, perhaps are collecting their belongings and moving to other family members in in, the, in different parts of Turkey. Uh, but many of them, many of the fam- thousands are now in camps. You talk about the relief efforts under the sec- after the second earthquake. Yes, it has made it quite difficult. There are hundreds of buildings. How do you explain walking past buildings knowing full well there are bodies, children, young and old still laying underneath the rubble from the first earthquake? And now with the second earthquake, this has just compounded this challenge at the moment. Hafiz Hassan, the AMA teams are responding to the changing needs on the ground. Uh, of course, the initial needs would be the, the recovery effort. And, uh, you know, this has moved on in most parts of the country after two weeks or so to uh, aid and distribution and to assist the, the, the survivors of the earthquake itself. We know that you started initially with blankets, food distributions, including tents as well, winterized tents, because remember, we are still in the midst of a very cold, 
cold and severe uh, winter in, in that part of the country. Um, explain to us the progression of events which would normally happen after a, a catastrophe of this magnitude that you have recovery. Then, of course, it moves on to uh, assisting those who are, uh, who are affected and thereafter, slowly but surely, uh, with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, towards the rebuilding process and, and mitigating issues like disease, etc. Absolutely, like you mentioned, at the very onset, just over two weeks ago, was you know recovery. At the, you know, speaking to our teams, we have a permanent team here in Turkey, and speaking to them at the time of the first earthquake, it was absolutely mayhem. Calls were coming into the office from different fronts, requests for buses to evacuate people, requests for rescue teams. Uh, to help people uh, out of the rubble, requests for doctors for those who were injured. So uh, the teams were, uh, were were directing all these different avenues, sending doctors in to help with rescue efforts, sending rescue teams to help with people remove remove them from the from, from the rubble. Uh, alhamdulillah, quite a few people were were, were taken out uh, from the buildings, uh, sending in buses. However, at that time it was absolutely mayhem. Perhaps a twenty kilometer stretch took you six hours was thousands of people trying to evacuate the city and trying to get into the city, uh, you know, with, with goods, with leaf items or just food baskets or water at the time, whatever it is, and just bring rescue teams to the site uh, was absolutely chaotic. Uh, but since then, it's, uh, things have evolved and moved on into different things. We are finding many families, especially those staying within the city, into the suburbs, who are not staying in the government-controlled camps, are in need of shelter. And like Morana mentioned, we are still in the midst of winter. Yes, it's not as cold perhaps as three, four, five weeks ago, but still minus zero degrees come the evening. And you find family members, those who have survived, are outside in the cold. One is they're dealing with the trauma of losing family family members, knowing full well they've passed on. The, also the trauma of children, knowing perhaps their parents are still underneath the rubble. Parents uh, 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 and the other way around as well. You you, you deal with, with, with the challenge of people. Every single business, Moran, every single industry within these cities is completely closed and shut because each one has been damaged or loss of income. So it's not like people can go back to jobs. You know, normally when we think of an earthquake, okay, a few a few stretch of kilometers has been damaged and, you know, there's still shops and businesses and you're allowed to go to work and continue life. In this part of the world, if I may give a description, and I'm not sure if it's apt, however, Hatay province is like a, a province that is, it has been hit by 10 or, or by years of war conflict but has not been hit by war conflict. It is just ruin after ruin after ruin, and each story more heart-wrenching than the next. The situation is absolutely dire. We say dire so often, but it is absolutely critical. And with the second earthquake, it's made it made more challenging. Already, alhamdulillah, the Turkey government are very progressive. Uh, they're on the ground. They are managing a number of camps. They put up a number of tents. Uh, they are assisting people every day on the ground. Uh, and you can see the rubble removal uh, uh, companies are already moving in to assist. But with that, you will get the, uh, you know, the, 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 um, 
the possibility of disease outbreak as this this rubble is being being removed as there are still many bodies laying underneath the rubble. We talk about the needs and the involvement of the needs. Yes, hygiene kits. There are families that have not showered or washed in over two weeks. As standard as part of the African Muslims ANC uh, effort and, and relief on the ground, we included now your your hygiene kits, your dignity packs uh, for the families together with the bedding, the heaters, the mats, the, the tents. And like you mentioned, tents suitable for winter as well as food baskets. But as the weeks progress, the teams are permanently based and that dynamic will, will change as the need uh, uh, changes on the ground. Mm. Finally, Hafiz Hassan, before we uh, conclude our discussion, uh, in, in situations like this, as, as disturbing and difficult as it is to watch and to engage with and even to be on the ground as an observer or as a helper for that matter, ever so once in a while there are stories and incidences of people who you might have come across, families you might have met, that once again you know, builds up the resolve in, in the listener, the person who's listening. They resolve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help, his assistance, when you see the resolve of, of those people and, and incidences and stories that they might share with you. Have you come across such individuals that were a, a source of maybe your own inspiration that, that you could share with us? Absolutely, Morana. I met a mother... She has a young daughter, perhaps five or six years old, and a five-week-old baby. At the very instance of the first earthquake, they're staying in the farming environment. They took some tea, three branches and put it like in, in, in a round shape, built the three branches up and put a, a, plast- a hessian sheet over it. And they were laying inside this uh, on stones and metal zinc, a five-week-old baby. Imagine, Mulana. No clothes, no belongings, no warmth, no heater, no pots, no nothing. Absolutely nothing. Staying in this environment every single day. They were putting plastics from they were getting from the streets between the branches to keep the coal from coming inside. And this resolve, like you use the word resolve, Murana, she had so much strength and so much uh, courage Almighty has given her to, to continue and we've met her perhaps three days or four days ago. And it's long after a week uh, after the earthquake. And yet this, she was staying with her five-week-old baby in this environment. And alhamdulillah, uh, to the generosity of donors, we were able to bri- provide the, the insulated marquee tent, the bedding, the heaters, and, and the hood, and the food, etc. But when you speak to her, she shows so much appreciation. Yes, there's emotion. Yes, there's tears. But the concern for her kids more than herself, especially the young one. But to see that baby laying now in a heated tent under warmth with blankets, with provisions for the baby, for the children. Uh, and the only thing you want, you know, you know full well that the reward for the donor, Allah knows that reward. And you wish every donor could see the impact that they're making on the ground. There are many stories like this, Mulana, we could go on for hours, time doesn't permit. But on behalf of the beneficiaries on the ground, on behalf of the African Muslims, ANC, we say shukran jazeel to every donor who's contributed, whether it be through AMA or any other organization, your efforts are make your generosity is certainly, definitely impacting and making a positive impact on the ground. We have days away from the month of Ramadan, Think to think of these families, these children, these parents, the elderly, how they were planning their Ramadan and what kind of a Ramadan they would be, be having. They had jobs, and now a father is sitting in a tent environment with some family members, and all he's thinking of is this evening 
how do I get food? This evening, how do I p- p- uh, provide warmth? And you know, Ramadan is still a long way for them at the moment. Hafiz Hassan Janana, shukran jazakum lakharin for joining us on Radio Islam International with that important update and uh, those uh, words of, of inspiration and courage that you have experienced from the people in that region. And uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep you well and looking forward to your updates uh, in days to come, inshallah, Hafiz Hassan. I mean, I mean, shukran for having us on Radio Islam and on your show, Murad Junaid, uh, and taqabbal, taqabbal Allah minna minkum wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.